welcome to K is for Kinky in the morning. We're going to be discussing way too early transparency today. Um, and I initially thought it was transparent communication, but actually, as it turns out, Miss Jen just wants to talk about being transparent, like the comparison of transparency between twenty four seven power exchange versus vanilla relationships. Yes, in my defense, um, it was before coffee mostly, and we promise that we will try never again to record before coffee. <laughs> but we were in a time crunch, so please enjoy the first episode of twenty twenty three. Transparency, enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the K's for Kinky podcast. This podcast discusses adult topics, so if you are offended by adult topics or are under the age of 18, please stop listening now. Also, while Miss Jen is a therapist, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are not to be taken as personal therapy for you. She is not your therapist. And if she is your therapist, just remember that what she says only technically counts in your private sessions. It's the morning. And boy, has it been one. We are almost at 10 o'clock a.m. recording because um, we have the kiddos today. And so we have to find time to do this um, when they are not here, which means early in the morning. So if we sound tired, that is why. Now you know. Well, and we had to wait until the first day that they went back to school so that we would have time in the morning to do this because they've been home for break. So we're a little behind in recording. This is what happens on the holidays, but welcome to season two. (laughs) We hope you're more awake than we are. (laughs) Hopefully this is what you're listening to when you wake up, um, because that's what I like to imagine is that all of you wake up at five in the morning and turn on this podcast in your car and you're like, ah, yes, Jen and Eden... My favorite morning song. I hope you're not getting up at 5 a.m. for anything. No, I actually don't wish that upon anyone. But if you do, if this is your commute podcast, oh, you know what? we're honored. But, but in other time zones, we put it out 5 a.m. our time zone. But in other time zones, it might be later. Or earlier. Dear God. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about transparency in communication, which is not funny, but it made me laugh because... Um, it just seems like, it's sort of like when someone's like, look both ways before you cross the street, be transparent in communication. Like they're kind of the same thing. And yet it does warrant a conversation and a podcast because as it turns out, transparency is a balancing act and it's also not something that all people practice well in their relationships. Um, well, and I like, I think. We have a YouTube video that I do on the Kink Shrink playlist about transparency, and that's not really where we're going today on the podcast. It's more, I mean, we can give a brief introduction as to what we're talking about, but I think we're talking more about it in terms of, like, sorry, I'm in pre-coffee brain, so this is going to be fun. Um, I think it's great. No, there'll be long pauses. People will think that you're fully geriatric, um, and... I'm going to be running circles around you because I've been awake longer. Uh, I am drinking coffee, so just stay tuned. Stick with me. Um, I was thinking about what I see or even have experienced in more, you know, vanilla, monogamous, typical mainstream relationships. Um, You know, either real life ones or the ones that are represented in the media. Although to be fair, the ones represented in the media are deliberately done as badly as possible. Like everybody loves Raymond, which is one of our favorite things to reference is one of the most unhealthy, toxic relationships ever. It's hilarious. It's great TV. It's bad relationshiping. Well, and I think it's, I mean, it's in a ton of media stuff. Like like real media, like real people. No, I I mean like sitcoms and movies and stuff, but like, like, I remember, I don't even, I don't have no idea what the show was or if it was a show or a movie or I have no idea. But I remember there was a moment that got stuck in my brain where I was watching something. It was totally a heteronormative relationship. Obviously, I can't remember, it was on TV, so, you Right. Know. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, oh, my microphone made a thing. Sorry. I can't remember um, if it was the the guy or the gal. But one of them got up and went to another room or went to the bathroom or something and left their phone. And I remember there was this moment where the other person who was sitting there was just like, oh, my God, 
they left their phone alone in the room with me. This must be like true love or whatever. Like it was like this shocking moment of like, oh my God. Um, What are you remembering? What show it was? Well, I remember as soon as you said this must be what true love is, I realized you must be thinking of a different show, but we also may have been watching um, Mama June Road to Redemption. Oh God. Don't even say that we watched that. I will say it. It was Um, all Eden's idea. I don't like to be fully blamed for it because you become complicit. Okay. You're like the guy who drives the car and still takes a cut of the money, but was like, I didn't actually rob the bank myself. Like, you're still part of the crime. But it was your idea. Anyways, um, there's a part where Alana (laughs) leaves her phone in the room, and her older sister gets on there immediately and starts scoping through it and combing through her phones. I thought you were referencing that, but then you told, like, a romantic No, no, no. It was, like, the opposite. It was, like, oh, my God, they left their phone. They must really trust me. They must really trust me and like me and, like, or whatever, right? And so... It sounds like a chick flick moment. I'm sure it was a chick flick. I don't know. You watch those. But, you know, a lot more of what we see in the media and honestly, like, in my own personal experience, I don't know what your experience was. Well, I'll share my experiences when it comes to that. But, like, it's always like, you know, I don't like I can't recall a show or even in my past experience where it's been like we have all of each other's passcodes and all that kind of stuff. It's always represented as like, it's represented as like a trust issue. It's also represented as like, you know, they should trust you and you need your independence and you don't need to share all kind the things. Kind of like and the, 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 the lower stakes version of a prenup conversation. I don't know. Anyway, it's just, <clears throat> it's one of those things that is different in this power exchange i'm trying to bring this back around oh yeah oh yeah sorry we meant to say we're also comparing communication styles that we've observed in vanilla relationships versus kink or power exchange specifically at least in our power exchange and i think in a lot of people's power exchange um especially when they are 24 7 you know like ours like our type of power exchange where it's you know um we're living together we're in a you know full whatever blah 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 relationship that's how i define our relationship a full blah 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 blah. um i just wanted to interject and say for the record i actually think that there can be vanilla relationships that have oh there can be transparency transparency um and i also think that it's not fair to credit bdsm relationships with more transparency in fact i have seen some horrific inequity in power exchange um and some very toxic things in power exchange as well. well of course. Um, so I don't want to really genuinely position that BDSM DS power exchange automatically means transparent communication. Not automatically. However, oh. I would bet a little bit of money that... Are you betting me? No, no, no. <clears throat> the world. Oh. I'm saying. <laughs> wow. it's a lot of people to pay if you're wrong. I would bet that if you piled up all of the power exchange relationship people who have full transparency and then you piled up the vanilla peoples are the the power exchange pile would be larger um do you still want to hold that bet when you consider <laughs> that there's a smaller percentage of people who identify as BDSM DS and that therefore there's literally the same, a mass amount the, of- no I'm, I'm saying with the same poll number like we'd have to you know as far as like what's it called um <laughs> are you doing math are you trying to do like graphs and like pie charts in the morning when you've not had coffee let me come in and if you, you take equal samples ah the percentage of people percentage percentage there yeah, you go yeah, yeah, the yeah. word we, percentage <laughs> yeah not literal numbers of people okay right <laughs> never i'm gonna drink my coffee okay i do have to say i don't know that it's fair to beat up on you in the morning when you can't think straight because you're having a coffee, but it is funny. Thanks. So Miss Jen wants to bet you all that the same percentage, uh, that when you look at percentages of, of DS couples and vanilla people, vanilla relationships, um, that the DS has stronger transparent communication than the vanilla relationships. Um, I don't know I'm how... I'm talking about stronger communication. I'm talking about... I said stronger transparent communication. No, I'm not talking about communication. I'm talking about oh. exposure. Or <laughs> surrender of 
privacy. <laughs> um, I guess we don't. I didn't. Like, I'm not even talking about like we could talk about communication. <laughs> no, it's fine. I just thought we. I think we thought we were doing different podcast topics, <laughs> which is interesting because we're a DS couple, and our transparency here was not as strong so he can count that against the ds relationships i thought we were applying it to communication style but it's fine let's just talk about vulnerable exposure in relationships uh i mean i guess it's communication but it's just like telling each other everything having each other each other's passwords you just burp Um, i don't know what's happening but (laughs) 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 it's not a burp i don't know what happened it was like a it doesn't matter. It's an air bubble. Yeah. Um, Caught in your words. But yeah, it's more like you are my submissive. Yes. You surrender stuff. Oh, man. You, I have all of your passwords. And if there's a password that I don't have, all I have to do is ask. She has restricted access only because of my job. But like if she needed to Google something and had my phone, she could do that. The point is that we are transparent with each other. And there is also yeah. trust. Like, well, I don't think I've ever gone into her. Well, and that's what I was going to say is I think um, maybe because of this, neither of us really feels the need. I mean, because of this and other things that I'll say in a second, we don't really feel the need to go into each other's shit. Like, we know we can. And so that alone is kind of like, okay, like, the other person knows I can't, like, Eden knows I could go into her phone. So hopefully... That would deter her from doing some shady shit. But also the other thing, too, that helps is that, you know, Eden compulsively tells me everything. Um, Well, And that's more neurotic than it is transparent. (laughs) Um, We can talk about that in a moment. But I will say something interesting. So I don't need a deterrent to not do shady things. One, yes, I neurotically do confess everything to you all the time because I have generalized anxiety disorder, OCD, and... To be quite honest, probably some attachment issues. I don't know why you adopted me. I'm clearly a damaged animal. But joking aside, I have strong integrity and our relationship is built on that piece. Um, And quite frankly, it would be insulting to me if you were to suggest that the only reason I don't do shady things is because you can look at my phone because... um, if I was why I just added the second part. Exactly. Um, But I just wanted to point out, you know, the reason... There is no defensiveness over sharing phones and over um, you having access is because there's nothing to defend. Um, there's no there's no damage there. But I do recall in the beginning of our relationship, you um, being very, very upset about me taking my phone with me when I went to the bathroom or rather suspicious, not because of me, but because you had had people cheat on you in the past and they had done the same habit. So you were nervous about me not leaving my phone in the room. Well, yeah. So let me explain that a little bit more. Um, It wasn't like random. It was, you know, yes, I'd had a couple of relationships in the past where being attached at the hip to their phone was something that was a trait. And later on finding out that they were doing shit behind my back using their phone, it all clicked together and made sense. So that became a sign to me that somebody was cheating or not acting with integrity right so yeah in the beginning of our relationship and I told you like I was I I was transparent about it I was like hey (laughs) like why are you bringing your this is a thing this is why it makes me feel uncomfortable um so I think at the time you became conscientious of that. Well, I also I think that that was the moment that I gave you my password. I believe that I am the one who just handed it over to you and said, here, you can get in. Like, I wanted you to trust me, but I also need to be able to play on Neopets while I'm pooping. <laughs> so we found a solution. I mean, we all occasionally scroll our phones while we're going to the bathroom. But I think well, it's, most people do, apparently. Like phones are a dirty thing. When I tell people, I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't get back to you. I went to the bathroom and didn't take my phone. It's like, oh, what? Because I'm bored in there. I'm just sitting there, you know. Well, not just you. I'm saying anybody. It's like a thing business, now. so to speak. You know, we used to have magazines. In any case, um, I sometimes. <laughs> anyway, I sometimes, we digress. <laughs> I sometimes do just leave my phone behind, um, mostly because I think there is some part of me that remembers that about you. And I, I want you to know, like, it's there. Um You know, I had an issue with my ex and phone usage, Um, but my ex and I had lots of issues for lots of reasons, and the underlying cause for distrust and for frustration with phones was different, I think, than just 
you know, I don't trust you or you might be cheating. Um, my ex did hide things. Um, I caught them in acts of basically lying or concealing stuff um, throughout the relationship. Um, things that seemed small, but that were signs of kind of guilty behavior and um, lack of trust. You know, and I, I don't know if that's really so much a symptom of vanilla relationship as it is that my ex was an unhealthy person. I mean, the first month I dated my ex, um, they revealed to me that they had been smoking the entire time, hadn't want me to, wanted me to know, and so were doing it behind my back and like chewing gum, and then admitted to me only when they were ready to quit that they had been lying to me. And I probably should have seen that as a red flag, but I was 19 and quick to forgive and just said, just don't lie to me again. Like, I don't care. Just don't do it again. It was the first time they could have shown me honesty and transparency. And instead, they did the opposite. Um, And from there, it continued. You know, there was a person in their life that they were really actually infatuated with. It was infatuated with them. And they didn't tell me about the nature of how um, sexual some of their communication got um, and how emotionally invested in them they were um, until it had gotten out of hand. But... Yeah, there was always secrets with my ex. Um, And I didn't understand that because that's not the way that I operate. I'm very honest. Um, I always have been. And it's not even necessarily – I mean, it is a trait for me, like a moral trait. Like I do believe that honesty is important and that lying is wrong. Um, And I also personally think that cheating is not acceptable behavior. Um, And – would break up with somebody before I would do it. And I've always maintained that. Like, I'd rather lose you than shame you. And that's something that I have been taught from an early age, right? Fuck, though. A lot of people cheat. A lot of people make mistakes. A lot of people do things in relationships that are toxic to get out of them. And a lot of people don't don't always put their partners first or aren't always respectful. You know, there's lots of reasons why relationships fall apart. Um, But I think a warning sign that a relationship is not doing well is secrecy. And that's kind of what I have taken away from my first relationship. I was with somebody who from the beginning needed to lie to me because they had brought that in to the relationship. I have to lie. What I'm doing is wrong and I need to lie. And that is already a danger sign. So yeah, transparency for me starts from the beginning. And it is a, a habit that you do. Well, and there's probably something in your ex's past before they met you that taught them, hey, it's not safe to be truthful. Oh, oh, their entire childhood. Yeah. You know, I mean, my ex, by the way. I'm not to excuse it. I'm no. Just... My ex is a wonderful human. He had a terrible childhood, and I hope that he has worked on his relationship patterns. I was not there for the work that I hope he's done, but I'm sure he's done it. You know, um, I don't mean to disparage my ex in that way because he and I did the best we could do in a childhood relationship that did not go well. The first relationship you have is typically not a lasting one. So um, I am grateful for our transparency and I've always been open to it, but I have never felt the need to check or worry about what Miss Jen is doing. Um, If anything, she's on Discord. I catch her at that all the time. I'm like, are you on Discord? It's, it's part of, true. It's she part of our job. job. She doesn't. I'm really um, bad at being on the Discord. And there's a running joke about that because it's true. Um, but she thrives there, does well. And we love our Discord. And I love popping in there. I just get so overwhelmed with social media. But the point is, if anything, she's talking to 30 other people instead of me. You know, not just one <laughs> Which is lover. also all that you you just hop on and see it all. So... <laughs> It's true. But um, I think the other piece here that we're making it sound like is not okay is to have privacy. And I think that's something that Ms. Jen and I are actually working at implementing is not so much privacy, but separation in our life. I think it's okay to not overlap 100%. Yeah. And I, I wanted to bring up a couple of things. One thing that came up while you were talking about your ex was integrity. And another thing that came up that I was thinking about, too, is sort of the difference also between monogamous relationships and non-monogamous, ethically non-monogamous relationships. Um, Because I think it becomes a little more uh, nuanced when you are in non-monogamy. Well, yeah. I mean, if you want to really go down the rabbit hole every relationship deserves its own privacy and sacredness essentially so while you're my d type and we're in 24 7 if i was in relationships with other people i would expect for you to respect boundaries around them well and and that's where you know also communication comes in around what 
what what does the other person need to know, want to know, etc. Also keeping in mind the other partner's right to privacy. Um, all the cats want to be on my lap right now. Okay. Um, I mean, I want to be on your lap right now too, so I get it. <laughs> um, but like with integrity, you know, something that I'll often advise, um, you know, when talking about this type of thing is if you wouldn't say it, text it, whatever, with your partner there listening, reading, then it's probably not something you should say or text, <laughs> right? Like that's, it's a, it's a way of checking yourself and going, okay, like, am I doing anything wrong? Should I be sexting my ex-boyfriend? <laughs> well, would I do it if my partner was watching my texts? No. Is this winky face <laughs> over the line? Um, but I think it's a it's just kind of a good gauge to use if you're struggling um, or or wanting to kind of check yourself in that type of relationship. Right. But also and that's where it kind of got me into the non monogamy thing is that obviously in ethical non monogamy, you have talked about the fact that you're either seeing other people or playing with other people or whatever. And so when it comes to that, it's like, okay, like Eden and I have gone over what our comfort level is in terms of what we do with other people right now um, as we as we open things up. Um, we should probably do an episode about that. I don't know. Soon. But, you know, we talk about, okay, like here's what we're okay with right now for each of us with other people. Um, but we also understand that if we have other people and right now we're just, uh, we're just poly play. Right. And so we know things that, that we know what the boundaries are. We know what is and isn't happening generally speaking. But beyond that, you know, if one of us goes off and plays, um, or is having conversations with the person we're playing with or whatever, it's kind of like we let each other alone with that. Like we just kind of trust, okay, you know, we, we trust that each other is, is behaving as we have, you know, discussed and the people that I'm close to, they know that I'm transparent with you and that there's not really anything that, that I keep secret from you. And I've actually told people who are talking with me and who are overlapping with me like that, who are forming more meaningful relationships with me. I say like, you know, I don't go and report every single thing that we talk about, especially if it has nothing to do with my dominant to her. But I also don't conceal things from her. And if you need me to keep a secret from her, tell me that and ask my consent before I give it to you. And the off chances, I'll tell you no. And whatever you need to be kept from her, you just won't tell me either. You know, I give most people, people, most people for us, I think, assume. Well, I think most people assume <laughs> in DS in general that the partners share with each other. Yeah. Um, but I like to make that overt because I don't yeah. want to take away other people's right to privacy. So I just tell them straight up, don't tell me things you don't want my my partner to hear. Yeah. Like, and, and I've had Which that usually happen. Most people are like, that's fine. Well, I've had that happen before where somebody came up to me and told me something that had to do with you and that had to do with something you were doing professionally, like in an event. Well, not not as a therapist. No, but. as as an event coordinator, they told me something that was wrong with your event and how you had handled it and then said, oh, I was just venting to you. I don't want you to tell your dominant. And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, one, she's not only my dominant in this setting, she's my boss and I am also helping her run this. So I am kind of in charge and you just came and told me something was wrong but it was also just this concept of not remembering or processing that asking me to keep the secret from you was one not going to happen because from a professional standpoint I need to tell you what's going on at your own event but two not going to happen because you are my d-type and there was something that somebody had to say about you um and I think I mean I mean it turns out that they were they their perception was off yes you know, putting that out there. But um, what was ironic? But yeah, it's something that I still needed to know as an event leader. I think it's important when you're in the scene to remember that there is often transparency between um, S-types and their D-types. Um, and you should not assume anytime you talk to one partner that it will be kept from the other partner. In fact, you should assume the opposite and ask or clarify, hey, I really want to share something only with you. 
can you keep this a secret? You know, here's the general nature of it. Is this something that you can hold or do I need to know that it's going somewhere else? Like, I think that that's just a good way to talk to people. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I've had people, we probably both have had people do that where they're like, you know, it's something that they want to share about themselves. And in those cases, I'm like, it's cool. I can hold people's confidences and I don't need to run to you and you don't need to run to me yeah. if somebody's talking to you about themselves and something that's embarrassing well, it has or nothing that to do with you. It's not, never, yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's, it's their thing. It's, yeah. And you know, it's like that's fine. I don't want people to think like every little thing, hey, guess what? Um But I mean it could know. come up. Like it's 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 especially if it has something to do with our work or with us, we likely share it. With with non monogamy, like if somebody comes to one of us and is like, you know, they're interested in one of us or they're interested in both of us or they want to play or whatever, like we, we are going to, to discuss that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's something that I think it's important to think remember when you approach any couple or any group of people who are involved. Um, hopefully they talk to each other and you should not assume that when you approach one partner, the other doesn't know about it. The only reason that not everything is shared is because not everything is important to share. Well, and there's also stuff that like, I just respect your privacy with it and don't need to know about it. Like you have stuff that you discuss with a couple of different people that my spiritual life. Okay. I wasn't sure if you wanted me to No, I don't care. I'm crazy. I have a spiritual (laughs) belief system that is polytheistic very pagan and getting weirder by the minute so yeah so and i i just am not i don't believe the same way i don't no and i just i don't need know to know anything about it and so i'm that's, not here to convert you i know but that's my point is that you know that's an area where again it comes down to the transparency still because we had a conversation around hey how much you know, you asked me, like, how much of this do you want to hear? Do you want to hear any of this? Do you want to hear about my conversations with these other people that I talk about this with? And I was like, no. Well, <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I was like, pretty much like pretty much. I was like, I don't need to have anything to do with that. This is a separate piece of you that I don't relate to. And so and that's OK. Right. Like we don't have to be on the same page about everything in life um, because that might be a little boring How, well, um hmm. but yes I'm, I'm very spiritual to keep things spicy with us well no i mean i just was like please have other people you can talk about this with because i'm not going to be a good person for that and so i wanted you to have support but it wasn't going to be for me and i knew that so you talking to you know you have a couple of pretty much designated people that you talk about these things with And I don't really, I mean, I know, you know, you might say like, oh, I had a conversation today with so-and-so or like some, we, some spiritual stuff came up, you know, do you want to know anything about it? And like, that's about the, the limit and the boundary. Honestly, same rule for poly relationships. Like, yeah. And I would give the same courtesy to anybody I was dating. We have an Instagram uh, Miss Jen posts on there for us, and we also post the lovely Tussles um, episode reviews. Well, they're not really reviews. They're cheeky notes. They're cheeky notes that kind of um, restate what happened in the episode in a hilarious way. So, Oh, if you listen to this like episode and you screenshot it and post it and tag us on Instagram, that would be so cool. Help us out by joining our Instagram. Follow us. Like our shit. And please comment leave comments. Yeah, we like the comments. Leave comments. And we might surprise you with some responses of our own to you, the listener. So join our Instagram and enjoy the rest of this episode. I do want to talk a little bit about when transparency is not enough or too much. Um, we're kind of on that topic right now, this idea of transparently saying when you don't want to hear something or basically setting boundaries around what is shared. Um, a couple of years ago, we were closed and I, I came to Ms. Jen and I said, I think I want to reopen, um, you know, because I, I think it's been long enough that we've been closed and I'm interested in starting this again. So we agreed, yeah, we'll talk about opening, but not right now. Um, and then a person came into our life. Um, this situation kind of, it only lasted for about a month, but that month um, was a time period of a lot of confusion for me, a lot of angst and a lot of difficulty in communication with Ms. Jen and I. Um, because while we were not open, 
it was unclear to me what types of communication with this person were okay and what were not. Um, and furthermore, I showed Miss Chen everything during that time. She saw every text. I told you about everything. Um, but just telling your partner about something isn't enough to make what's going on okay. The, the text exchanges were flirtatious and Miss Jen was uncomfortable with that. And I would try to pull back, but I couldn't really tell where the line was. You know, I joked earlier about like, is this winky emoji too much? Like, I felt like I had to monitor literally every letter I put into a text message because my dominant was so uncomfortable with my interactions with this person. And I also, and that made me feel resentful because I didn't like being constantly watched, but also for on Miss Jen's from a chin standpoint, flirtation was occurring and there were feelings occurring that she didn't want to be there. And no matter how often I was sharing with her, how transparent I was with her, it was still going at a pace and in a direction that she wasn't wasn't happy about, that she wasn't comfortable with. Um, ultimately, you know, we resolved that situation by ending it. You know, Ms. Jen and I have been working hard to understand what went wrong there and how to do better. Um, but I remember in the situation, one of my goals was to be as transparent as possible and it still wasn't enough. And that's because it's not enough to just be transparent. You also have to be in sync with the goals of your partner and the needs of your partner. Well, as- you can't just be like, hey, I'm going to be transparent. I totally had sex with this person last night, even though we're not open. I'm not saying that happened. That's not what I- happened. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> At just, all. I'm pulling back and just being sort of general now. But I'm just saying like, you can't be like, I did this thing. I'm being transparent, though, so it's cool, right? Like, that's not <laughs> – yeah, you, your your actions still have to, well, yeah, have to hold I think integrity. In that situation for me, what was so difficult was not knowing what was not okay and feeling like any affection expressed towards the person was unacceptable. Um, you know, and ultimately what the reality was and what's really hard in situations like this is understanding the nuance of um, – how you feel and what motivations you have when you send certain things. Um, But I wanted to bring this up because it was a case where transparency wasn't the lifesaver it needed to be. And something that I've learned from that experience as well is the importance of, um, of intention. Well, I think also the reason, like when you say, um, you know, you were second guessing like everything, every text and winky face and whatever, it wasn't like when that, when I was uncomfortable with some of those text exchange, it wasn't so much even on your end. It was what message are you sending to this other person? And are you getting their hopes up? Because we know how they feel as well. I was pretty naive to some of that. So it sort of spiraled quickly. And we realized where I was vulnerable, confused and not able to show up the way I needed to for my partner. And we also understand now, um, I don't know, not only the importance of transparency, but um, the importance of interacting with other people who are able to respect our relationship and to respect and understand the level of transparency that we have. I guess I I don't want people listening to think that um, they're shitty if they make uh, mistakes Um, because communication in particular and um, navigating the murky waters of things like polyamory or catching feels for other people or you know, that, that, that is not easy. It sounds well, simple. Lines get a little more blurred in non-monogamy too. Yeah, like in monogamy, it's pretty straightforward, right? For most people. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds simple to be like, be transparent. And I said at the very beginning, it's kind of like look both ways before crossing the street. But when you're in the moment, we all can struggle sometimes um, to see things that are incredibly nuanced. But uh Miss Jen doesn't need or want to hear every time somebody is flirtatious with me, it turns out, because of the compulsion to share. I get very, very uncomfortable and nervous if I think something is wrong. Um, I give Miss Jen a debrief basically every time we do anything, and I ask for a debrief. And a lot of that is from social anxiety and wanting to make sure that things were okay socially based on what I did. Um, hashtag neurodivergency. Um, but I used to report that to her all the time. And every time you think someone's in love with you. I am telling you, okay, this happens a lot. She's a dick, first of all. Hello, welcome. Meet my partner. Um, she, I'm going to need more coffee soon. Oh, God. She 
is actually kind of not good at telling when people are being flirtatious. And I am more attuned to and sensitive to flirtation, which is ironic because the example I just gave, I totally missed their intention and didn't understand what they were doing. And Miss Jen saw it from the beginning. So like, I can miss things too, but I am not blowing smoke up my own ass <laughs> or yours when I come and tell you, hey, this person was flirtatious. Hey, this interaction I had with this person was kind of a little bit warmer than it should have been. I've been reported myself to you. Hey, I was kind of flirtatious with this person. and But that's not what you report. Like if you came up to me and was like, hey, this person did this thing. It felt a little flirty. That's fine. But you come up to me and you're like... I think this person likes me. I think this person is attracted to me. And you make I th- me sound like <laughs> like a I egomaniac. I mean, <laughs> shut up. No. Okay, whatever. I, I'm not keeping this in. This, this makes me sound like a fucking psycho. Do you know anybody in the vanilla world? Which we do have, still have some ties to the vanilla world. Um, like, who do you know in the vanilla world who is transparent like this? Like passwords, blah, 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 all the things. I mean, probably my parents, but I would assume that's because they need each other to help remember each other's passwords. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I think. Probably my parents, too. And I think. The older the, you get, the, the less well, you have Well, not to hide. only the older you get, but also the longer you've been together and, and have built trust, right? So, like, my mom and stepdad have been together for. Uh, like almost 40 years right it's such a long time i know they got together when i was eight i think you're not 48 i know i said almost 40 years you made it sound like you're 48 i'm not but almost so can't wait uh (laughs) anyway get older but i think you know when when two people have been together for almost 40 years um and they build trust and whatever um and your parents have been together obviously for I don't know how long they were together before having you, but over 30 years, um, you know, and probably the only other couple I can think of is my bestie and her hubby. Like they've, Maybe. I've talked to her about, yeah, they can like, they have each other's passwords or whatever, or I don't know, but yeah, like they don't have anything to hide basically. Maybe you just know a lot of really unhealthy vanilla relationships. Like that's just what's happening. I mean, you're also a therapist. I just talked about the healthy. The, I'm talking you only about listed health- like two that you know out of all. I know, the but ones. that I know, right? I mean, there could be other ones that I don't know about, but I'm gonna bet that probably they're not. Well, but this is what I'm saying. Though. But do you, you know any? Well, hold on. You are a therapist. People come to you. With that's what I mean. Even as a therapist. Well, no, I'm saying in my personal life. I know, but I'm saying like your vast majority of relationships that you've encountered are relationships that need help. So you are more likely as a therapist to encounter people in the vanilla and kink world who are not being transparent, who are not having a communication, who are struggling. Um, But I'm not talking about my therapy world. I know, but I'm just saying you're feeling that vanilla peeps suck at transparency. Well, do you know any vanilla peeps that are that transparent? I mean, I think... I think so, yeah. I'm just not naming names because... Well, don't name names. Names and addresses. No. no. <laughs> and phone numbers. Oh, my God. Um, Plus, well, okay, so while you get me more coffee and water, <laughs> um, I'll kind of take it back also to media, right? So, like, personally, we also have sort of a smaller population... Population? A smaller... Whatever. I can't... I'm. She's getting me more coffee right now. Um... <laughs> We don't know a horrible mess of vanilla people anymore. Uh, You know, most of the people that surround our daily lives are in the kink world and or in the non-monogamy world. Right. So, you know, it's kind of hard for us. So I want to I want to take it back to the whole media thing, because I think, you know, what we see on TV shows and in movies, you know, yes, they up the factor for humor or um entertainment value but i think they also i think why it resonates with people is because of that grain of truth so i mean i think for a lot of people it's it kind of goes back to that thing i brought up earlier of the scene um and i'm talking about in the media scene not kink scene um where whatever it was where they were like oh my gosh they left their phone behind i and it's I don't know if it was unlocked or whatever, but it was like, oh my gosh, right? Um, it was like a big, big deal that they did that. And so 
I don't know. I just, I think that it's more likely that people are not this transparent, having each other's passwords, things like that to their phone, I think is more unheard of um, until you gather up a group of power exchange people. Um, Especially, and I want to kind of say (sighs) a higher level of entanglement power exchange. Um, I'll put it that way. Uh, you know, I, I think that it's just more likely. I think when we come together and we start to negotiate our relationships, um, and we start to, you know, whether we're building a contract or whatever, um, even just in the way of S type to D type being open about all the things, I think it's more common that that's the case. And that's kind of back to, the core of what I wanted to bring up today (laughs) when it comes to this um, is that piece that I think it's comparing it to vanilla relationships. I think there is a difference percentage wise, if you will. So yeah, come Eden, come back. I have coffee and now she's getting my water. Oh my God. Now she's singing. Anyways. um, I didn't hear everything that she said because I was getting things situated, if you will. Ooh, situated, if you will. Um, but I brought it back around to the original idea. To your original idea. Wow. You're welcome that I had a topic. No, that's not what I mean. (laughs) I mean, your interpretation of this topic. Well, yes. Your interpretation and your theory. Well, yeah. And it's, that was why I brought up the topic. That was my whole point. I mean, I even wrote down, oh, I deleted it already, but I, I wrote down transparency, like vanilla versus power exchange. Because I think I think it is, you know, when we get together in power exchange relationships, we if if an S type is going to submit and surrender and all of this, we have to have these conversations. And how do you like it's almost a, a, a what is it called? What's the word I'm looking for? Like not a signpost of hallmark, not a building bark, but building bark, <laughs> a hallmark. A building bark? <laughs> a foundation? Uh, sure. A building block? It's, it's not... <laughs> I'm trying to help you come up with things that make sense for what you were trying to say. I don't know. It's 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 a it's it's a part. I'll just go with foundation. Just it's a part. Hallmark. It's a hallmark it's not of a, it. No, hallmark. It's like cheesy Christmas videos. No, I'm saying... <laughs> the, you, know, you know the company took a word and turned it into its brand, not the other but way around. That's not the word I'm looking for, the, but and it doesn't matter. Anyway... Um, it is part of the foundation, I think, of building a power exchange relationship. So what I'm very interested in, I want to, I want to jump in here and agree with you. Or at least like a more, like a filled out power exchange, not a part-time, like, you know, whatever. I want to agree with you and I want to kind of go into. You want to, or you do? No, I do agree (laughs) with you and I want to explain exactly how I want to agree with you but you're wrong no I think (laughs) you're touching on something that's really important that I can pontificate on for quite some time as you drink some more coffee please um (laughs) so it's not hot enough but I'll just deal with it do you want me to go heat it up for you I don't know it's good go ahead I don't know this is what I'm talking this right here not clear communication you don't have much time to go okay I'm telling you keep talking what is a power exchange at its core, and what is DS? Getting back to 101 level. <laughs> God, you're so, sorry. When I say what is power exchange, I mean, what's the point? Is the point that you, as a D-type, can say you want something done physically and it gets done? And is the point as an S-type to do physical things? If you reduce what you see, that is what power exchange is, especially if you have a service-oriented dynamic. So, for instance, you could say that our power exchange is she wants coffee. She has now recruited a human to go and get it for her fetch my coffee and that is the power exchange she says get me coffee <laughs> that's the whole and relationship it is done <laughs> that's right? everything we're totally vanilla except when it comes to coffee yeah well but this is the thing so when i say like when i suggest that that's all that it is obviously that couldn't be what power exchange is because then all that is is Manual labor. Coffee bitch. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and I think that that's actually one of the reasons why power exchange can be challenging. Sometimes, especially when you're not well connected to your partner, it can feel like it gets reduced to manual labor. It can feel like all you have left is the external signs of power exchange, but not the internal. And the reason I say that with such certainty is that 
I felt that we've had times in our dynamic and we are working on this part of our dynamic where the internal pieces and the connection aren't as strong as they should be. Um, but in my mind, DS and power exchange has a lot more to do with understanding the mind, spirit, and emotional needs of your partner and investing in those and shaping those. I, I think what's sexy and beautiful about DS is the idea that both partners can grow and that both know each other very well um, and are invested in the internal experiences of each other in the power exchange. You know, and I think that when you stop taking care of what you're experiencing on the inside, you you end up with a husk, a husk you call DS, but that is not actually breathing anymore. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I feel like transparency is so incredibly important and foundational, as you said, for DS. Because um, if you don't know my heart, you don't know where I'm coming from. You don't know what you're doing and how that impacts me. You just see external. Um, This is something that I think about a lot. I think about this a lot. Um, I talk about this a lot in my support group, The S Word, because a lot of S types struggle. Plug. Yes, it's a plug. (laughs) But a lot of S types struggle with this. They struggle with, you know, is all that this is me kneeling in front of you and saying some words? You know, it's hard when you lose touch with yourself. Um, But something that I have struggled with with transparency is the result of you knowing my heart. You know, so another example of this that kind of ties back into what happened a couple of years ago with our first kind of accidental foray into polyamory because we weren't open, didn't want to be, and it just sort of detoured for a second and then we brought it back in again. But um, I tell Miss Jen something that no one else gets to know. I tell you when I have feelings, even if they are not being acted upon, and even if the other person doesn't know, I tell you my heart. And that has actually caused a lot of difficulty sometimes for me personally, because I am that transparent with my partner. If I never told her that I had a crush on somebody or that I could feel love for someone, and I never acted on it, she would never know. That would be a secret part of me. And sometimes... <laughs> I tell you everyone I have feelings for, too. <laughs> that's that's a joke because she doesn't. Um, I have a cold, dead heart inside. <laughs> I, I organically feel drawn to certain people. And I can't help the way that I feel. And it's been a, a source of a lot of angst for me in my life because up until this point, I've never been in a relationship with somebody where it was safe to say, fuck, I think I love that other person, you know? And what's been difficult has been your reaction sometimes to me coming to you and saying, I know I love this person because you cannot help at that point, but look at everything I do through the lens of my partner loves this person or my partner could. It's into like, <clears throat> how we define love right well that's a whole other topic but miss jen and i just we operate incredibly differently internally um and yet i do continue to be transparent with her because i don't want her to be blindsided i do want her to trust me and if that's what it takes for me to have a strong relationship and for my dominant to understand the inner workings of me so be it and that's the thing is that we all have parts of ourselves and secrets that we hold But when it comes to my relationship with my partner, I don't want to keep big secrets from her. It's worth it to me to maintain and to know that you know there will never be a time when I have feelings for somebody that you're not aware of. You will always know when you look at me interacting with people what I feel and what I see. And that is transparency and trust to me. Well, and I think what's helpful about that too is that because I – you're right. We totally operate differently. Um, but because I don't catch feels easily and I am very grounded in what I see and observe, I think it's also helpful because if you tell me, Oh, I'm, I feel like this with this person or at this person, I guess, if they don't know, pretty much at this person, it's Um, almost always how it is. I have this feeling at this person. (laughs) I can also, take that opportunity to be like okay either there's no red flags with that or fyi 
this may be an issue because here's some red flags that I observe, well, right? Um, what we've learned too is that not only are you excellent at spotting red flags, but so far you've not been wrong. And I'm grateful for that. Say piece. that again. No. <laughs> I love you so much, but I don't want to turn. Just, I'm just going to rewind it really quick and listen to it back. I don't want to turn a gift into a poison. And if I say it too much, it will poison you. Too late. <laughs> but no, she, she is really good at spotting red flags. And that is a huge benefit and something that I think is important from a polyamory standpoint, to be able to tell your partner to get their feedback when you have feels. Because when you have feels, you look at people and you see the things you love in them. You might not notice or you might just dismiss or forgive things that are fucking concerning. And she spotted concerning things from the get-go and I did not see them. And I learned from that experience, fuck, I normally can trust my intuition, but I can be blind. And thank God I have a seeing eye dog right next to me who is also my dominant. When you wear seeing eye dom, a seeing eye dom. Oh my god! Oh, you're my seeing eye dom. (laughs) Oh my god! I called you my seeing eye dom. Are wearing rose-colored glasses. Red flags look pink. Um, I've already said that before. I'm just saying it again. You're just saying my thing that I said that one time. You did not come up with this. I did come up with it. I came up with it all by myself. Trademark, copyright. (laughs) We were in a group setting. All right. Um, are we done? I think we should tell people to uh, join our Patreon. And say it again. Join our Patreon in the new year. This is the new year. You're in it. 2023. We're in you. Oh. Um, 2023. We're in you. Oh, I thought you were telling the listeners we no, were I in was them. Just, I was just extending upon what you just said. Well, you know what's ex- creepy? Expanding. Our voices the... are inside of you. That's what happens with sound. Oh, we are gross. literally inside of you. <laughs> and you should be inside of our Discord. Oh, and our Patreon. <laughs> Hopefully you got some nuggets. Some, I think what's some, clear is what that we... call them? Wisdy nugs. Wisdy nugs. Um, I think what's clear <laughs> is... didn't say for it out. Is that um, transparent communication is important. Uh, not always as straightforward as it seems. And still requires boundaries and mutual respect between partners. Um, and also I think what's clear is that Miss Jen's statement that vanilla relationships are less likely to have transparency. That's not justified in this like, argument yet. I don't think she won this one. I I disagree. Okay, you know what? Please, if you're listening to this, vote. Tell me if you agree. And if you don't agree, Miss Jen owes you five dollars. No. Yes. I don't have that kind of money. You said you bet money to the whole world. I said a little bit of money. Five dollars is a little. I mean, bit. We, granted, we probably what can only you buy have five dollars. Like Thirty listeners. You can't even get an Archie comic with five bucks. A quarter. I owe you a quarter. No, I. I I'm not going to send out quarters. So um, she's she lied. She's not going to give any money if she's wrong. Just send put on our instagram or in the discord in discord or somewhere and let us know how you feel about this let 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 me know your perspective if you think that especially like you know 24 7 power exchange there's likely to be more transparency than a stereotypical vanilla relationship that's my kind of my whole point so if you want to make me happy, challenge her on this. But if you want to make her happy, tell her her favorite words. You're right. Forget making anyone happy. Just be truthful because I know I'm right. <laughs> and we'll see you Bye. next time on K is for Kinky. Bye.